Welcome to Strong Faith Fit Life, the daily-ish podcast where we explore the intersection of faith and health to help you build strength from the inside out. My name is Deborah. Welcome to the show. Episode 19, Your Gut Health and Weight Loss. When I began to teach my children about the world of microbes, I really like to start with Louis Pasteur. Many of you are going to be familiar with the phrase pasteurization, and that comes from what Louis Pasteur found. And pasteurization is the process in which we heat liquids to kill dangerous microbes and things like milk and orange juice, alcohol, deli meats, uh, eggs, and all kinds of things. We know there are harmful microbes, but it wasn't until Nobel Prize winner Illich Metchtinkoff, I hope I pronounced his name right, if not, please forgive me, came up, but if he came up with a theory that intestinal flora actually prevented senility, and when he came up with that theory, we began to see some changes in the way we viewed the microbes world, or the world of microbes, if you will. In the 1990s, scientists armed with better equipment and on the hunt for a better, a different outlook about microbes is the start of what I call the probiotic renaissance. Now, I love the early research. It was not conclusive research, but it definitely sparked this like creative idea that we could explore with certain microbes in our own worlds. And we could see this application in our own lives. Guys, we're natural scientists. We can see what happens when we have outside influence around us. And you know, you can do your own science experiments. There's plenty of really good ones online um, and I do them with my kids. So I definitely experimented. We took strains of bacteria and they were also known as probiotics because I wasn't just looking dirt outside, but we took strains of bacteria as in the form of probiotics just to see what would happen. Did we see any changes? And we did see healthy changes. It definitely saw healthy changes after we had taken things like antibiotics, because as you know, antibiotics do not discriminate between good microbes and bad microbes. They just kill things. Um, we also experimented with raw milk. Oh, and some of you might be gasping because I know in some states it's still illegal. But we saw massive changes from those microbes in the way our digestive system behaved. Now, I know you guys, I, like I said, it's illegal in some states. You're a little horrified about this idea. But the reality is raw milk contains bad strains of microbes, especially if it's processed in a very dirty place. However, what we have learned, especially from fermented milk, and this does come from Mr. Uh, Illich's uh, initial experimentation, that soured milk contains beneficial microbes, okay? And that's actually the experiment that made him realize that microbes might actually have some benefits. He realized that there were um, some people who were taking consuming fermented milk and they were living into their hundreds versus the Europeans who were not living nearly that long, but in, at the time, late 1800s, early 1900s, you know, they had every modern convenience possible. We had this idea that we could clean up everything to find success, but we forgot. And what we didn't know, I say we forgot, but we didn't know that we're actually kind of symbiotic with some of this old strains of microbes. If you're ready to take control of your health and align it with your faith, then head over to Facebook and join the community group at Strong Faith Fit Life. That's Strong Faith Fit Life. Okay, back to the show. We made huge strides in the world of dairy, and I do want to put that out there. Um, the world is in a much different cleanliness state than it was 100 years ago. 
And so those bad microbes that we were able to actually keep out of our food or that we needed to pasteurize out of our food um, can actually, we don't actually have issues with them anymore, especially with the way things are monitored. Um, and then we can keep all of the good microbes. Uh, in some states, just so you know, it is legal to sell raw milk and raw cheeses in the grocery store. California being one of them for milk and cheese. Texas also can sell raw milk, cheese, not, not the dairy, but like not the liquid, but the actual cheese in the grocery store. So why am I talking about those good microbes? Well, we live in a world of cleanliness, like I said, and antibiotics that do not discriminate between good microbes and bad microbes. We also have a major obesity epidemic on our hands here in the US. And one of the things that we know about weight loss and managing weight is that digestive health is a critical part in how we feel and how our body processes food. There's a very sizable industry making money um, selling, selling detoxes and juicing plans designed to help you lose water weight and colon sludge weight. But when we do those without addressing our gut microbiome, we're missing the forest for the trees. So here's a few things you need to work on to get weight loss from the inside out. And number one, we should be eating probiotics. Our body is actually symbiotic with our gut bacteria. We have ancient bacteria that helps us digest and work with our body to regulate our weight. Supplementation of that bacteria is extremely helpful. And in the show notes, I have linked for you guys a list of strains of different bacterias or probiotics that you can add, consider adding to your diet. Number two, eat fiber. We cannot negate the value of a good, clean colon. You have to add fiber to your diet. It helps regulate your hormones. It helps keep your colon clean, lowers your risk of things like type 2 diabetes, lowers your risk of things like polyps, like intestinal polyps. So all of that is beneficial with fiber, but it does no good to consume strains of bacteria in the form of probiotics if you aren't feeding it. Just like any pet, our good bacteria needs our time and attention. It's slower growing than our bad bacteria. So we need to give that live healthy bacteria a solid foundation. And fiber is one of the ways we can do that. That, that bacteria consumes the fiber. And number three, this one might be sad for some of you. We want to limit extremely processed foods. And I do want to make a clarification here. When I'm talking about extremely processed foods, I'm talking about fast foods or highly processed box products. I'm not talking about you chopping a carrot and cooking a carrot. I'm not talking about you making pickles. I'm not talking about you making your own tomato sauce because the reality is all of that is actually processing your food. The same thing is if you grind your own oats and make flour, yes, you're processing food. We don't have to eat in every food in its raw state, but we do want to stay away from highly refined foods. And the reason for that is because they lack diversity of fibers and their complex gut microbiome, they need those diverse fibers to thrive. They are more densely, those processed foods are also more densely packed with sugars, high in sodium content and other additives that can actively work against your gut health. So be picky about what you eat when you go to pick your processed foods. The less refined, the better. And I wanna remind you guys of this. Good microbes and a health and healthy gut activity support weight loss. So you support your local gut biome today. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow the show so you can get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also join me in the Facebook group, Strong Faith Fit Life. Hope to see you there. Until next time. Bye.